The holidays are here and everyone is looking for a unique gift idea for that special someone. Hero Habit has you covered. Swing by HeroHabit.com today and start a subscription to one of our monthly trading card boxes. You pick your favorite teams and we send you 20 to 25 cards every single month. No more sorting through hundreds of packs to pick up your favorite players and being stuck with tons of cards you don't want. We do the searching and sorting for you. Plus, we include autographs, relics, and short print cards too. We have boxes for baseball, football, and basketball available for $15 a month, and shipping is always free. Plus, if you're not into sports, we have music, TV, comic book, movie, and WWE mystery boxes, which have a guaranteed hit in every box. Whether you're looking for something for someone else, or you just want to treat yourself to a fun, affordable way to collect your heroes, Hero Habit boxes are the greatest idea. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to sign up. And use coupon code PODCAST to save 15% off your first month. That's HeroHabit.com, coupon code PODCAST to save 15% on your first month of boxes. Okay, let's get the show started. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday to you. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. And today... We are talking about uh, kind of an obscure Beatles deep cut from the early days, if you can believe that those even exist. The tune is called Hold Me Tight, and it was released on November 22nd, 1963 on With the Beatles. It's the second track of side two in between Roll Over Beethoven, great cover with the lead vocal by George, and You Really Got Me, um, which I would make the argument is maybe one of the Beatles' best covers. I love their cover of You Really Got a Hold on Me. It's a song written by Paul. It was written in 1961 as a part of their live set and uh, was actually recorded for the Please Please Me album. They didn't get a recording that they liked, so it was scrapped. And I guess those recordings actually got um, just destroyed or recorded over. So we're not going to have the outtakes to that. But uh, they, they went back a few months later. And recorded it, and the version on With the Beatles is a Frankenstein edit of take six and take nine, and then they sped it up a half step to F major. So um, for the purposes of this analysis for this episode, I'm actually going to be looking at it in its original key of E, um, because that's what they would have played live. It's what they were playing in the studio before it was artificially shifted up by speeding up the tape a little bit. Now, if you listen to the tape, um, you can tell that it's sped up. Just listen to Paul's lead vocal, and you can hear that the tape is a little bit sped up. It kind of has that chipmunk effect. Um, Even though this is probably within Paul's range, it's only up a half step, but it does add a little bit of speed to it. It adds a little bit of excitement to the mix that I guess they felt it needed. I've always been kind of a fan of this song. It's a good old-fashioned early rock and roll song. And um, Paul and John both eventually dismissed it. Paul said it was just a work song and that he had, you know, you don't remember some of them you write and you don't really remember them because they're just, you had to write something to fill some time. And then uh, John dismissed it, I think in his 1980 interview and said that he was never, you know, kind of indifferent about it, but they played it live um, through the club dates uh, between 1961 and 63, and then thought highly enough about it to be album filler. I kind of wish it would have made it to Please Please Me, 
but it didn't. And um, what we end up with is uh, a deceptively heavy little tune. And this song really blends perfectly the style of like the late 50s, early 60s girl group stuff that the band loved. You hear that in the vocal harmonies. You hear that in Paul's vocal delivery. You hear that in the structure of the song. But then it's a straight ahead rock and roller. You know, it's in the key of E, which is, you know, real rock and roll uh, key. But the riff is that uh, minor third to major third in the key of E. So that's kind of a bluesy um, trick that a lot of bands have used forever. But he does it through the whole... So you're doing a minor third to major third. Then he jumps to the five to six. And then, you know, the five, six is what you hear. That's a five and a six. Um, But if you listen to the recording, it is really heavy, especially for 1963. And it kind of makes you wonder what this sounded like in the studio. You know, because it sounds like a loud recording anyway, but um, it's it's a heavy guitar riff, a heavy bass riff. There's a lot of drums going on. I am not crazy about the quarter note hand claps through the entire song. That seems a little bit unnecessary. Uh, and if they were trying to make it to give it a little bit of energy or something, maybe they should have tried a different rhythm, you know, like uh, one of their more standard one. uh uh-uh. Uh, one of those kind of deals, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. It's kind of buried in the mix. Uh, so it's forgettable. Everything in this song points to me believing that they didn't think it had enough energy to be on a Beatles record. They speed it up. They add these hand claps. It seems to me like they are struggling to make this an energetic song. And maybe this didn't need to be a super energetic song. Maybe they should have taken a more rock and roll approach. And this song could have been totally different had it come out even a year later uh, in, in 1964 when they started getting a little bit more edge to their tune. So anyway, it starts with that riff. We're doing basic chords. Uh, hold me tight. E to A. It's a one to four. Then we have an F sharp seven, which is a five of five. So what that means is in the key of E, your five chord is a B. And then the five chord of B is F sharp. So it's a five of five or a major two chord. And then remember we talked about, um, oh, what episode was that? The pandiatonic. Oh, on this boy. This would this would count as that, but really it's a five of five. So we're going one to four, five of five to five. Then they do it again. And then they do, this is where the girl group stuff kind of sounds comes from. You have the E one to E seven to four to a minor four. And what happens there is you have the E, 
E7 has a D, the 4 has the C sharp, the minor 4 has a C. So you have this chromatic uh, dissension. But then they kind of keep that minor 4. Instead of going back to the major, he keeps that 4 minor, then back to E, and then back to 5. So that's a cool little uh, twist, little hook there, where you know the, there's nothing clever about the E, E7, A, A minor. That's a thousand songs did it before, a thousand songs did it after. The Beatles done it. You know, it's it, there's nothing particularly clever about that. The cleverness comes about keeping that A minor the next time you hear it. Hold me tight tonight, tonight. It's you, 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 you. Where most bands would have gone back to the A minor. It's you, 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 you. So the, that A minor, that's a cool little hook in there. Then they do it all again. But the second time they do it, instead of going to the B7, they go to a G chord. Now, we've talked about this previously. The Beatles love to do, um, uh, I don't even know how to explain this. They, they love to, so in the key of E, the three chord should be G sharp minor. So what they would do is they would lower that a half step and make it major. You following me? So instead of going to G sharp minor, they drop it and go to G. And instead of making it minor, they make it major. And what this does is it gives the illusion that you're actually shifting into a minor key. Because G is a minor third above E. So he's doing you, 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 you. What it means to hold me tight. So that kind of gives it a minor sound, even though there's no minor chords there, but you have that minor interval. Um, and then he shifts to the four chord. Being here a two chord. It's a major two chord. So that's another hook. You got a minor two, which is the correct chord, and then a major two seven, which is the five of five again and then a five. So that minor to major is a cool um, hook that we hear a lot in Kinks songs. And then we're back to the heavy. And so like the other thing that makes it sound minor is when he gets to that bridge, the band kind of drops out and it becomes more of a don't 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 like a Tom driven beat instead of the hi-hat. Uh, Ringo's been playing on a half open hi-hat for most of this groove and then they totally shift the groove shift the tonality kinda um, into this E to G major and so it, it's a total shift and you could argue that it kills the momentum of the song a little bit but it's a variation that the song needs um, because you've got this just driving groove the entire time for the verse and the chorus so you've got uh, uh, 
don't know what it means to hold me tight Being here alone tonight with you It feels alright now Hold tight So it, and then it goes right back into that driving groove. And then you've got this call and response. So hold, hold me tight, me tight, tonight, tonight, tonight. It says call and response. It hits all of the cliches of the era. But it's very hooky. It's very uh, like straight ahead rock and roll, early 60s rock and roll. And I really think this song is unfairly maligned um it's a tough one to sing it takes the whole range as you heard i can't really sing it uh unless i go full belt those high notes are tough to hit but then when he gets to that bridge um it gets to you know towards the bottom of the range there's a lot in this song and it's a short little tune so it's like it's not super imposing on the album uh would have been cool to hear a guitar solo in it but that's not what happened here so I think this song gets unfairly dismissed. Paul's vocal might not be 100% in tune 100% of the time, but it kind of works on this rock and roll record. You know, this isn't a soft ballad, so it's okay if he's a little bit off. Um, I don't think it's distracting or totally noticeable most of the time. It's a cool tune. Check it out. Listen again. Listen to this one loud. Uh, and and the remastered version, I think, of of all the songs on this particular album from the 2009 remasters, this song benefits from it because that bump in bass and drums that the remaster gave us really shines on this track and really makes it sound a lot heavier than it did on the original master that we had from 1987 or whenever the CDs were originally released. So go ahead and give that one a listen and um, let me know what you think of this one, especially if you hadn't heard it before. Uh, if you're a Kinks fan or a casual Beatles fan um, and you haven't really listened to this tune, let me know what you think. Email me kinks and beats at herohabit.com. Give me a call 925-494-1739 and uh, let me know what you think. Along those same lines, let me know what you think about other songs that we haven't yet covered, and I will include your thoughts when we get to that tune. Again, kinks and beats at herohabit.com or 925-494-1739 to leave me a voicemail. All right, that does it for today. Tomorrow, we are back to the kinks, and we are playing a tune that I'm not a big fan of. So this is the first tune um, on the Kinks side. We've covered a Beatles song I don't really like. This is the first one on the Kinks side that I don't really like, and it was one of their bigger hits. So rack your brain to see if you can figure out which one of those I'm talking about. Um, Swingbyherohabit.com, as always. And I will talk tomorrow. iTunes, rate and review us, please, 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 please. Rate and review. Five-star rating and a nice review, and I will be in debt to you. it really does help us a ton, even though it doesn't seem like it would and it shouldn't, but it does. So go ahead and do that on iTunes as well. All right. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.
This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.